Hey everybody, welcome to the Evoke Bike Podcast. I'm your host, Brendan Hausler. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. These short 8 to 15 minute podcasts cover a wide range of topics to help you get faster. Whether you're looking to win a national championship, finish Leadville, crush Tulsa Tough, get on a Gravel Worlds podium, or simply drop your friends. If we've never met, I'm the co-founder and president of Evoke Bike. I've been coaching athletes since 2010, and I've trained with power for over 150,000 miles. I've also won three Masters National Championships, but I'm mostly proud of my nearly 100 Pro 1 podiums simply because it shows my consistency in the game and my hunger to get better for not only myself, but the Evoke community, which includes you. If you enjoy these podcasts, please leave us a review on Apple or follow and download the episodes from Spotify. And if you want to take your support to the next level, please click the support link at the bottom of this podcast where your donation will help us pay for everything that helps to keep this free podcast going. Now to the show. Hey, everybody. As we all start getting excited for racing and the upcoming spring and a lot of us while COVID is still happening, we're hearing on the news, maybe this is going to be the worst of it. I think a lot of people that I've talked to are getting excited for 2022 and had an interesting conversation with an athlete that brought to mind some of my own thoughts on scheduling and trying to train as much as possible and get the volume up and do all the things that we're trying to do as not only an athlete, but as a human that has a job, you might be married, you might be dating somebody, you might have kids all these other responsibilities. When we get really excited, or even if you're new to the sport, and you maybe just got a power meter, and now you want to train more, the question that doesn't get brought up all the time is, is my schedule sustainable? It's all great and fun if all of a sudden, you know, I'm not going to start talking about overtraining or training too much, two very different things. But If you went from eight hours, let's say, and now you're doing 11, but you're not really talking to your spouse at night because you are going from work to ride to bed and you're overly focused on the goals and you're trying to cut corners in a lot of other areas, is it really sustainable? Is that really going to get you ahead? It's a really fine balance and I think as competitive people, it's easy for us to forget we've picked a hobby that is definitely very difficult. It's, you know, we put a lot of work in to get better at this. I don't know a lot of non-athletic adults that spend 12 hours specifically on one thing for the payoff months down the road at the event that we go to or the events or the season. And so as we get excited, we try and do more and do more and do more. But I've put myself in a position where I thought that was the answer only to find myself, you know, dropping the ball in other areas of life, whether it was selling medical devices or being a good husband or being just a good family member. You know, if I was around my family and I'm totally wasted because I am, okay, I lied, I'm going to talk about training too much then is it really worth it? Is it, it The payoff is not there because especially in that uh, scenario, you're too tired to do well. So I think that the one question I just wanted to 
you know, it's a conversation about cycling to kind of spark in your training calendar to have you thinking about it is, can I keep this lifestyle rolling? And no doubt, I'm not saying you shouldn't ever be tired. There's blocks where it's like, hey, whew, I'm really, I'm getting to the end of the third week and I'm ready for a rest week. Tom will ask me that sometimes. You want to keep going? I'm like, no, man, I'm good. Like I, I need not only the time away from the bike, I need it for life. There are things that, I mean, people who follow me on Strava are probably like, dude, all you do is ride. I do ride a lot, but there's a lot of things that I want to do also that don't involve riding. And that's where I have to navigate and figure out how can I do the volume that I want to do, but also fit in the other things that I want to do. I think if you can find that balance and keep the flame going, the longer you do it, if you really love this, you're not looking for just one season. You're thinking, you know, this is probably part of your lifestyle. You enjoy riding and you want to get better. The more consistently you do it for longer, that's how you're going to achieve your highest high. Again, sure, there's, if we're really focusing in and getting a little bit more micro on this, overloading and, you know, doing more volume in the November, December, January, if you live in the, you know, parts of the world where the racing season is more February through September. Yeah, that's all true. So maybe you look at it in chunks. Okay, hey, is this base volume sustainable until February? And then if you know you need to make a change, what's the change going to be? Is it in volume? Is it where you do the rides? Is it when you do the rides? Is it you know, probably the volume is going to go down as your events come up because then you have some mini tapers. The events might not be as long as your weekend rides. I mean, my biggest months are definitely during the winter time, and that was even when it was living in upstate New York and snowing cold and just getting it done one way or the other, figuring it out. So, you know, this this kind of can thread into and be tied up with other podcasts that we've posted of take a step back from your training. And I think for people that know how much I love power meters, how much I'm obsessed with riding, how much I love the competitive side of things, I really do try to take a step back, especially after getting married. It's not just me. Um, When I was rolling Lone Wolf, it was YOLO, did whatever I wanted, but I have to consider somebody else And, you know, I do more frequent four-hour rides now than six-hour rides because I just don't want to be a puddle for the afternoon. And that was something I talked to Tom about. Like, hey, if I leave at six, I'm really – I'm like, you know, getting ready at five. I'm not home till 12. That means I'm not ready till – like, this is the whole day. Six-hour rides the whole day for me at least. It's an eight-hour thing. And then I'm tired. What if I do more four-hour rides? What, you know, and you, there's always a way to figure it out, but it has to work with your life. So sustainability, are you burning the candle at both ends? Are you getting a little overexcited for the season? Are you new to this and you just have power and you want to do everything? Unfortunately, we can't. You know, you can't even do every single type of workout. You have to pick something and focus on it. And how does that apply to your strength or weakness and help you move forward towards your event? That is super crucial. And lately in the podcast, if this is your first one that you're listening to, I've been saying I don't want to say talk to your coach because I understand everybody can't afford a coach. But 
99.9999999% of you have a friend that also rides. And if you don't, get in a club. I did not. Actually, that's a lie. I did have a friend that rode. Get in a club and find somebody and hold each other accountable and have this conversation with them of, hey, do you think what I'm doing is sustainable to move forward towards this event? And you'll learn more about yourself. You'll learn more about your training buddy. And if you are somebody that has a coach, these are probably conversations that you're having. And it doesn't have to be a long, drawn-out phone call that can be something that you accomplish through email. But that that communication piece of where are you going does your training fit into your life? It always comes up with like somebody that thinks I'm a like training, like super strict training person because they see me through Strava and they think I'm going to be like, this is what you definitely have to do. It has to work with your life. I cannot stress that enough. So good luck. Your plan is in place. It's time to start executing. I'm going to my first bike race on Saturday, which is crazy because it's January. And uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Just going to go rip it. 70-mile road race. Maybe I'll do a vlog. And we'll talk to you soon. Good luck with the training. 2022, going to be the best year yet for all of us. The end.